Hey guys, welcome back to the Moto Grow Podcast. Thank you for tuning in on this Tuesday morning. Uh, my name is Phil, and it is currently almost five in the morning. And no, I did not wake up. I actually woke up around three hours ago, believe it or not, right around two o'clock. And the only reason is because I couldn't sleep. I had a lot on my mind in regards to uh, making or editing the video that I was editing last night. I didn't finish, so I slept on it. And throughout the whole night, that's all I was thinking about, thinking of ideas. And I literally wanted to have an... I I wanted to get a uh, piece of pen and paper and jot down all these things at night so that they... I wouldn't forget them, but I had so much on my mind that I just woke up and I went straight ahead to the office and started editing, uh, continue editing the video. I finished it and it's my new overgrown video that's going to be released this week. But yeah, I started, I finished it and it took me, man, a few hours just to edit the whole thing and I'm still not done with it. I have to, uh, do some more editing, finalizing things. I'm almost done. And then I just have to render it to 4K and upload it. And then find a thumbnail and description and tags and everything that before I post it or turn it into a public. So, and that was kind of today's topic. Uh, I want to discuss a few things about, and sorry for some uh, wind noise I'm driving currently speaking into a mic and I just ate breakfast so um, kind of uh, bear with me here (laughs) but I want to talk to you about YouTube as a passive income source and also a few game changers in my lawn care business that uh, have literally made my business more successful made me more successful I guess in a way made me more profitable, saved me time, saved me money, everything like that. So let's talk about the game changers first and then we'll get into YouTube. And this might be a lengthy podcast episode. Uh, Usually I do them at around 14, 15 minutes, but this one might be 25, 30. I'm not too sure, but that's what I'm assuming. So game changers. And what are my game changers for 2021? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is credit cards on file now if you guys don't have a software already i highly recommend you guys get on a software that accepts credit cards on file one software in mind is lawn pro that's what i use l-a-w-n-p-r-o again that's the software i use it does have you you have to pay a one-time fee of i believe it's 300 dollars. don't quote me on that but that's what I remember I paid for that software. It might be a little cheaper, might be a little more. Who knows, I haven't checked in a while, obviously. I don't need to. But Lawn Pro, it's a great lawn care business software that keeps track of all your invoices, expenses, customers, properties, does billing, and you are you have the capability of storing credit cards on file, right? So, and again, why has that been a game changer? Well, instead of sending a customer an invoice and waiting two weeks until you get a payment, depending on your net term, which uh, one game changer that I want to do, I'll talk in a little bit about. But 
my net term currently is 15 days. So people have 15 days to pay for their invoice. Well, with a credit card on file or CC on file, some people say, uh, what that'll do is instead of having customers or no, instead of having you wait 15 days for a customer to pay, and if that, maybe some sometimes if it takes them 15 days, it'll take them you know longer than that because they'll forget about it after 15, and then you have to remind them. But anyways, uh, you know you you have to wait for the payment. But with CC on file, you can just charge their card at the end of the month, at the end of the week at the end of the service, whichever you prefer. I mean, you could charge their card four times a month, five times, two times, one time. You know, it's all depending on how you set it up with you and the business. So if you wanna do monthly payments, you can do, you know, charge their card one time a month or send them an invoice one time a month. If you wanna charge weekly, you can do weekly charges, you know, maybe uh, after the weekends, maybe on a Saturday, you sit down, send all your invoices and charge the cards you have on file. So one downfall to that is not everybody has credit cards or debit cards they wanna use. And that being said, like some of my old clients, like elderly clients, they don't like to use cards at all. So they use check right they pay you by check they send it in the mail or some people aren't comfortable to store a card on file they don't trust you I don't know why they wouldn't everything is so secure and I try to convince some of my clients but some people still are skeptical they don't you know they think that you're gonna take all their money for some reason or someone's gonna hack your software and find all their information they can think all they want i mean honestly yes we live in the 21st century and things of this you know things like that happen but i've never heard of anything in regards to someone hacking a lawn pro account or a whole dismiss my alarm five o'clock alarm yeah i've never heard of anything as far as you know any horror stories of people hacking into lawn lawn pro accounts and stealing people's credit card information that never happened i mean then of what i've heard that never never i've never heard that happen to anyone that i know that uses the software so um there's kind of no worry on my end and there shouldn't be a worry on the customers i understand you know so and anyway so it's not easy to capture all of the credit cards on file one way I know a guy that set, it, set his business up is he only services people if they store a credit card on file. So he doesn't take any payments other than cards, right? And they have to have a credit card on file so that way he can charge the customer. Now, that has backfired on him a few times and I'm sure many more times, you know, when given estimates saying, hey, we can do your property, we can service you weekly, we can service you bi-weekly, however, whatever. But you have to have a credit card on file with us so that way we can charge you instead of you pay. So I disagree with that. I, you know, I wish I had the confidence of telling people, hey, I'm sorry, 
The only way we're doing business is credit compound. Maybe in the future time, when I'm just stack loaded with people and like 95% of my clients have credit cards on file, yeah, I can eliminate the 5%. And from that point on, maybe my business will run that way. I don't know. But for now, I have around, I want to say close to 45% of my reoccurring maintenance service customers uh, have their credit cards on file, which is pretty high. I mean, going probably going from 20%, which I started last year, end of last year, I was late, but I sent out an emails just stating to clients, hey, you know, we have a new system where we want to try out. I think this will, you know, increase the time that we get paid. Also, it eliminates you of having to receive an invoice and having to find it through your junk mail, spam, whatever, and having to pay it, you know, especially if you don't pay, we have to call you and it becomes a hassle. So we're introducing, you know, credit card on file. We'd love to get you set up. It's easy. If you need any more, if you need help setting it up or if you have any questions, we are willing to answer. So something simple, short, sweet like that. Send out an email blast to all of your reoccurring maintenance clients. And again, I did that. About 20% of them signed up right away. They're like, wow, I, you know, I've actually, this is almost like auto pay. Like I got a lot of feedback from people like, oh, I do my Verizon bill the same way or I do or my phone bill the same way or I do my you know, electric bill the same way. They just would take it out of my account. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly how it is. So we're just going to do the same. You know, it's safe, secure. But if you want to pay with check, if you want to pay uh, yourself with a card online, that's fine with us too. So we didn't like force anybody to put their credit cards on file. So, but that was the big game changer. Um, and I recommend you guys do that as soon as you can, whenever you can. Uh, whenever you can as soon as you can because it'll honestly it'll change the way you get paid much quicker and trust me try it and you'll love it so another game changer for this year wow we spent 10 minutes talking about <laughs> another game changer for this year was me removing all bi-weekly clients and that's the that took a little bit and i've talked to that talked to you guys about that before and now the reason I did that is because I was tired of, you know, it was just disorganized. My whole schedule was messed up. I didn't know how much I was going to bring in revenue. Uh, well, it made it confusing. I knew kind of, I knew how much I was going to make, but I just made it confusing because, you know, I didn't know if I was going to be servicing that property twice or three times. So I was always kind of uh, I had to go back and check, but with, you know, other people and it, I had a few, like maybe 10, a handful of biweekly clients that I was servicing. So I had to constantly check to see who I was servicing that week. If I had to, you know, bring my bag or if I had to bring my mulcher, right? So it made it really hard and time, I wasted a lot of time just dealing with these biweekly clients. And also the quality was bad, right? Because people let it grow for two weeks and they think that they need a bi-weekly service but in reality more than likely they need a week if not twice a week service some of these properties are crazy but you know we service them bi-weekly and i hated doing them because they would be so overgrown and i would have to you know i'd have to charge them their bi-weekly rate i can charge them for an overgrown 
property cut, you know, so I couldn't charge them that extra for overgrowth. I had to do it because it's a bi-weekly. So again, hassle, I would not recommend getting into bi-weekly. If that's the only thing you can do, you know, with some properties, or if you live in an area where it's literally strictly bi-weekly, then I understand. But for those guys that live in the Pacific Northwest where I do, I highly recommend you guys not do bi-weekly. It's just a headache. And uh, trust me, if you do weekly service, things are going to be so smooth. It's going to be a smooth flow in your business, in your lawn care business. So, excuse me, just taking a sip of some water. And let's see, so uh, eliminating bi-weekly, credit card on file. I also have another game changer was mow four out of the five days that you work. Now, some of you guys might work seven days, I understand. Uh, me, personally, I... Oh, okay. So we could talk about another game another game changer that I just brought. Take weekends off. Man, spend that time with your family. If you don't have family, if you live alone and live with your parents, man, spend that time to yourself. Do not be a workaholic I know like this industry has made it seem like you have to constantly work, get your feet and hands dirty, digging in holes and digging yourself out 24 seven. No, that's not how it should work. Guys, you should have a personal life. And if you don't have a personal life, you're gonna work yourself to the ground. I mean, that's just reality. And don't let anyone tell you you have to work seven days a week six days a week no work five days a week or four days what I have done is I have made Mondays my tune-up slash catch-up slash oddball side job day so what I do is if I don't have any side jobs scheduled for that Monday excuse me, I, you know, I tune up my equipment, I make sure, you know, rotate my tires on my truck, get an oil change, uh, inflate my trailer tires, wash my truck and trailer, do all these things and kind of catch up on things that are not sort of profit generating business related things or profit generating things right in your business. Uh, they're just things that you know have to happen and usually get pushed in the on the you know in the back end uh, or pushed aside. So do the things that you push aside on that one day. Now Tuesday through Friday is strictly mowing and side jobs. If we have time to do a side job after our mowing route, sometimes we sp- stay super busy with mowing, especially in the spring and fall, uh, springtime when it grows really, you know, uh, grass gets real long. A lot of heavy growth then we spend time bagging it and yeah anyways we finish late during the springtime but in the summer fall again we're scheduling out cleanups we're scheduling out you know uh, hauling tree cutting uh, we don't do huge trees just like tree elevation uh, shrub removal shrub trimming all those you know side jobs you know overgrown properties and you know, we do those Tuesday through Friday. Now, again, Monday, we leave for side jobs as well if we can. I usually, 
it's you know after we get all our stuff done we have the time we'll do them uh, I also leave Monday for right now for doing a cleanup video for my YouTube and I have a few more things that are game changers I won't I don't want to discuss them but um, I want to do another podcast episode and that would be separating your personal life from your business life so that will be probably the next if not sometime in the near future a podcast episode separating your personal life and business life and there's a few things I want to talk about there but game changers for sure <laughs> so uh, but where we ended was you know leaving Mondays for making YouTube videos now this is where we'll transition into how YouTube can be a passive income source now it's technically not passive income because you don't I mean okay hold on it is and it isn't a passive income source because you still have to put in the work in the beginning but then after you can get paid for it right so it'll just generate income without you having to do anything most of the time so how I do it is and guys I've been in YouTube for quite some time now I've gained tons of subscribers and I'm not boasting um, I've kind of just figured it out. There's a system you have to follow. And if you want more info on that, I'm willing to sit down and talk with you about it, how to grow a YouTube channel, uh, but, or a lawn care YouTube channel that is. But I started out as Phil's Small Engine Nation. And most of you know, like I've been, I was posting a lot of small engine repair videos and those gained, you know, those became popular, some of them went into the thousands, 10,000 viewed uh, numbers. So I was gaining numbers, I was gaining traction, I was getting viewership. So I gained a lot of subscribers from doing small engine repair. Well, I recently, a few months ago, switched over to my brand, Phil's Lawn Care. I switched over, everyone was fine with it. I'm still gonna be posting small engine repair videos probably in October, November when things die down with lawn care. So it's not like I'm giving up on small engine repair. I'm just kind of taking it easy and uh, have recently started posting, obviously, if you guys have seen lawn care videos and those have been blowing up and I'm just thankful to God that those are, you know, popular and are in high demand right now in this uh, content creator lawn care industry. Because a lot of people are doing overgrown videos and or the, the videos are just real popular. Everyone wants to watch them. I'm not sure why. Um, they're just satisfying, I guess. Watch a overgrown lawn get mowed, get put back into place, restored, I get whatever you want to call it, makeover. Um, but with, all being, with that all being said, how do you make income from it? Well, or passive income. Well... If you think about it, once you once you reach the threshold of a thousand, uh, no, I'm sorry. Once you reach a thousand subscribers and four thousand watch hours in a twelve month period, a twelve month period would be the four thousand watch hours. Thousand subscribers can be until you reach it. So there's not twelve month period, but uh, once you reach thousand subscribers and and twelve, I'm sorry, and four thousand watch hours in a twelve month period. It doesn't have to be January through December. It can be from November to November. Or, yeah, you understand. So uh, that's probably 
The subscribers, I would say, would be the hardest thing to get. The 4,000 watch hours, you can get multiple times, but you have to reach 1,000 subscribers in order, uh, basically first, in order to, uh, and then get that 4,000 watch hours, right? So once you reach that, you are eligible for YouTube Partner Program, or YPP, um, and you can start to put ads or monetize your videos, which is putting ads on your videos, putting end screen ads, putting uh, before pre-video ads, during video ads. So obviously a lot of you guys know the ad uh, placements on YouTube. You know, there's like two ads sometimes before video. So you can you can pick and choose what ads you want and where to place them as most of you have seen in my videos, and those generate income. So every time someone watches an ad, you get, let's just say, one penny or two pennies or three pennies, whatever. So if you get, you know, hundreds of thousands of views, you can get, you know, $1,000, 1200 1500 It all depends. There's there's not one single uh, value or cost per uh, ad. There is a thing called CPM and RPM, revenue per mill and... Uh, click per mill or whatever but there's there's those things that are those are just analytics and nothing to worry about right now but um, once you do monetize your videos get to that certain point just keep posting your videos run the ads on all your videos and you know once you create a video you know you might create one a week well you might create that one a week monetize it and throughout the rest of the six days before you say you post on a weekly basis so those six days people are watching that video and watching ads and clicking on ads that's generating income for you so youtube will start to you know generate a uh, income and you get paid once a month from youtube usually it's like on the 22nd i usually see the check come in and my check is directly deposited or my my uh, balance is directly deposited into my checking account. And again, it is once a month. And I'm not shy to share my numbers. I'll share my numbers with you guys. So when I used to do the small engine repair videos, I was making anywhere from 200 to 600. I think I hit like 660 one time and that was my highest month. But anywhere from 200 to I'd say 500 on average you could make you know but that's like 500 to a thousand views per video and it all depends on how many videos you post I was posting once a week so I was getting right around that you know uh, right around that amount and it all depends on you know what video how good video does what uh, you know past videos how they are doing because sometimes you post new videos and they're they don't do too well they don't make you money but the other videos start to blow up right and they start becoming popular and then you're making a lot of revenue from those videos and it's not always again it's not always the recent videos that you post it can be the old videos that start making you good money so but anyways and again it's not i'm not bragging or anything just you know bear with me i want you guys to also succeed and make this amount you know, because it is possible. I mean, I know there's a lot of lawn care YouTube channels out there, but to be honest with you guys, you guys 
should start right now and slowly grow your YouTube channel. You know, if you want to take it seriously, take it seriously and get to a thousand subscribers in less than a year. It's possible. Get thousand subscribers, less than a year, 4,000 watch hours, make your videos successful, popular, that everybody wants to watch them, everybody wants to see your content, everyone starts to subscribe. And honestly, doing these overgrown videos have gained me a, a huge chunk of subscribers. I hit that 10,000 milestone recently and I'm um, close to 11,000 here. Um, so yeah, and they've all been coming from doing the lawn care overgrown videos. So I would say hop on board on that as well whenever you can. You know, take that one day from the week. Maybe maybe it'll be a weekend thing. Maybe it's like a personal thing. So it's not business related. Maybe just take a take a Saturday, go find an overgrown property, shoot a video, check out my videos. I barely have to do anything, right? I don't talk, I don't add music. It's straight like 2x speed and a bunch of shots so i have to edit you know make it seem like it's uh um how should i say it seamless yeah so like i'm mowing and then the second camera angle turns and i'm still mowing right but in reality people don't see me walking up to the camera taking it moving it placing it so there's a lot of editing to do but make it seamless make it satisfying you know what you'd want to watch do the same to your you know, make the same kind of content that you'd want to watch um, or that you watch on YouTube. Like, look at all these YouTube creators and see what, you know, how they make videos. And even like Top Notch or Juggernaut, the Boring Channel. See how they make the videos. And I'm not saying copycat them, but copy it. You know, that's, it's free content, you know, and people will watch your videos and, um, you know, take take that information and apply it to your own videos, to your own content. So, and again, once you do start monetizing, again, like we talked about, you know, the, the days that you aren't working, the days that you aren't, uh, you know, doing YouTube videos, you're making money from people watching your videos. So technically it is passive income throughout those days, but once the day comes where you have to record a video and edit it, you are working you are putting in the work. So it's technically not passive because you're still earning or still having to do something to earn it. But in a way, it more of it's more of a passive income source. So, oh, and I forgot to tell you, uh, I think I didn't, I, I don't think I told you, but small engine repair, I was making around 200 to 500 on average. But with the lawn care videos, my revenue spiked because of how popular they were. My rev revenue is now on average uh, close to 1500 So let that sink in a little bit. 1500 extra in your pocket. And obviously there's taxes, so make sure to put away a good chunk for YouTube tax. I mean, not YouTube tax, but YouTube will tax you. Um, so put away at least 15 30%, whatever, be on the safe side. But... Um, once you get to that point, again, $1,500, uh, as a, you know, uh, for basically doing nothing other than creating these videos, that's a pretty good amount of money, right? And I'll take that over $0, right? Uh, but you know, I don't think anyone wouldn't want 1500 extra dollars in their pocket. And if you want to really double down on it, if I want to really double down on it, I could 
start creating, you know, one video a day and working my tail end off, but I don't want to do that because then I'll be running myself to the ground. So I take that one day, one Monday and make one video a week. And that's all I have to do. I have to edit it. It, it is time consuming, right? You spend, you know, for the whole process, the cleanup and depending on the cleanup, but usually it's like two hours for lawn restoration or hour, two, three. Some guys are working out there all day and they're getting, you know, they're shooting, you know, seven hour videos, converting them to a one hour, 30 minute video. But that's a whole nother subject. And I'm willing to talk to you about it if you want to. But what I'm saying is, you know, uh, let me see my messages here. Oh yeah. My wife said rain. Yeah, it rained a little bit, which is nice. So we've been getting nothing but smoke and sun. It's been hot, but the rain helps definitely. So, but yeah, uh, I would recommend highly start recording YouTube videos, making that passive income. It's great. You know, a little extra money in your pocket doesn't hurt, especially when it comes down to paying bills or when the slow season hits and you have to make that extra revenue. Uh, that's where that income will come in handy. So I highly recommend you guys. Again, if you have any questions, contact me on Instagram, YouTube, email, whatever. Uh, send me a message and I'm willing to sit down and talk with you guys. My name is Phil and this has been Motor Grow Podcast. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Take care. God bless you. And we will see you guys in the next episode.